0: Hi, Julie. Hi, Lisa.
1: How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? How are you feeling?
0: Let's get an update. How are you feeling?
1: You know, I'm feeling better. Thank you for asking. I think like so many people who had Omicron, um, you base how you feel on how you're feeling normally versus how you're feeling when running. And I think as runners, we're just really in tune with our running. And if I weren't a runner, I probably would have said, three weeks ago. Oh, it was just a few days. And I was laid up with a really bad cold, but I was fine. But because I'm a runner and I'm trying to train, I really haven't been feeling great until probably this week. I finally turned a corner and I made the mistake that many people have made throughout all of this is that I thought because I was feeling well in normal life in, i.e. non-running space, I thought I was ready to run. And I kept doing test runs thinking, well, I'm, I'm definitely okay today. And it would set me back. So I will say that for those who are dealing with um, having had something over the last month, if you feel really good one day and you go out to run and you had a really good run, and then the next day you feel like crap, don't be surprised. Everybody I've noticed, you've noticed this as well, Lisa, is kind of um, getting through this last burst of, ailments during this month differently. And I wish that we could prescribe a specific set of guidelines as to how to uh, heal and get through a sickness and return to running. But what you and I are both noticing, and this is true for myself too, is everybody's path is a little different and it's really not linear. So you can take two steps forward and have another step back. So the short slash long answer to your question is, I am definitely finally at a place where I'm able to run regularly again. And it's taken me about four full weeks to do that for other runners. It's much shorter. And then unfortunately for other runners, it's longer. The best thing we can all do though, is to not put timelines on ourselves and do what is best for our bodies and how we're responding to our running. And so for me, I realized I'm behind in my Boston training. There is nothing I can do, but lean into that accept where I am right now and build my mileage, understanding that I probably won't get in the number of long runs I usually get in before Boston, but I'll, I, my goal is to get to the start line healthy. And as long as I get to the start line healthy, I'm going to have a great race. So that's where my mindset is right now. Thanks for asking.
0: You're welcome. And, uh, you know, it's, a, but it's a good, um, it's just a good reminder that, um, That first of all, progress isn't linear from any setback. So you have to kind of roll with it and that there is no ideal... Um, really ideal training, you know, there is an ideal, maybe that people have in their heads, or we may say, you know, ideal training progression, but everybody takes a different route to get to to Boston. And, you know, we even, um, you know, have talked to runners in the past on our podcast who were injured all the way up to a few weeks before Boston and still made it there and and were able to finish it. And, and, you know, that's a kind of a, an individual thing and really depends on individual circumstances, but um, just because your training maybe hasn't started off exactly in the right the ideal way that you think it should or you've done in the past doesn't mean <clears throat> that you can't get there, get there healthy and, and be able to enjoy the experience and maybe have a great race. And many years ago, um, I had had surgery and I think you remember, I couldn't start training until February 1st, which is about where we are now. And same thing. I didn't do the n- same number of long runs. I think I got up to maybe 16 miles as a long run and thought just I'll get there. And I, I had a great race. I had one of my better races. You just don't know, just, um, so um so i think that's a good reminder and a good reminder to listen to your body and be patient and that as runners we're acutely aware of of the of of the progress so like you said if somebody's not that in tune with their bodies, it may you know seem like they're back to normal like you said they could say oh yeah i just was sick for a few days with just like a cold or whatever but as runners we're really attuned to our bodies and know what's what's 100% and what's not 100% so i'm glad um i know we have an opportunity to run the, together this weekend with our Uh, at our Lululemon uh, group run, which we've been trying to do once a month. Our next one is going to be March 26th, on 26th, March, Saturday, March 26th, same thing, same 9am at Lululemon in Gaithersburg, downtown Crown. We had a really big turnout this time. It was great. I think people A, were happy. It was a beautiful sunny morning. B, have been really wanting to get it back out and run with with people. So we had a really nice turnout. So you look great to me. You look like you were running strong, so I was I was happy to see that. Um, so, um, and you had mentioned to me last week, um, you had texted me and asked me if I had seen um, Skid Row Marathon documentary, and I had heard about it, but I had never seen it. And you said you said you had just watch your, your family. You said you've got to watch this, and we've got to get um, some of these runners on our podcast. And um, I did. I went. <clears throat> you, you sent me, <clears throat> which we can post in the show notes, but you sent me a clip from Bryant Gumbel's uh 3030. is that what it is I forget the show 30 30 for 30. 30 yeah 30 for 30 um that featured um Judge Craig Mitchell who founded Skid Row Running Club and uh and I, it was funny you had sent that to me like 11 o'clock at night I was just getting ready to go to bed and I said well all right I, I remember I was laying in bed I was like all right, I have to watch this and it was like 20 minutes long and I knew I needed to go to sleep, but I was watching it and I was like crying and I was like, oh, my God, I got to learn more about this. And then I started looking it up and I went down the rabbit hole like 1120 at night. And I don't think I went to bed until about midnight because I was so <laughs> just like really just this really captured my attention. And I did then watch um, Paul and I watched over the weekend uh, the the documentary, the full documentary. And it is uh, just such an incredible um really remarkable story and um so why don't you talk about who we have on this week and you know kind of how you went about finding him and and um a little bit more about skid row marathon and the
1: and um and their their mission sure so the skid row running club uh was featured in this documentary which is available on amazon prime and it's so worth watching netflix Netflix too oh thank you Netflix netflix too and It's a documentary about a running group started by Judge Craig Mitchell. Judge Mitchell is a superior court judge in L.A., and his job every day, like many superior court judges and federal judges and state judges, is to sentence criminals. And the sentencing guidelines federally and in the state often do not allow any discretion for judges. And I think a lot of people don't recognize that judges don't often get to decide sentences. Rather, judges have mandated mandatory sentencing guidelines or a structure where they have to put in a numerical formula that then outputs a sentence regardless of how the judge personally feels or the mitigating factors regarding a particular defendant. So this judge, Judge Craig Mitchell, also happens to be a runner. And he somehow came up with the idea that While he can't control often the sentences that he imposes in the courtroom, he can control what happens after a defendant serves their sentence, they're released on parole. How can he prevent them from committing a crime again? How can he prevent these defendants that were in his courtroom from recidivating? And he came up with a brilliant idea to uh, work with defendants who have entered a program at a sort of a halfway house shelter. Uh the mission. Midnight mission. Midnight midnight mission. mission, Thank you. Midnight Mission in LA, where a lot of parolees go. And it's a great program that helps people get back on their feet. And as part of that, Judge Mitchell started a running club where these men and women who um didn't have a lot of tools not only were developing tools to get out there and get a job and manage any addiction issues that they may have, but also he was helping them discover running and what running can do. And judge Mitchell as featured in the documentary, wake would wake up at three in the morning, still does this puts his running shoes on, gets to the midnight mission shelter, runs with a group of people, and then he goes to work and it's really unbelievable how this documentary talks not only about Judge Mitchell, but also about the men and women who were fortunate enough to encounter his path. Not all of them are successful. Addiction is real. It's hard and running can't solve every issue. But certainly this running club has been transformative for so many participants. And one of the things this running club does, in addition to teaching these individuals about the gift of running is that the Skid Row Running Club sponsors, raises funds to sponsor runners to travel all over the world to run marathons. And the goal Judge Mitchell talks about is to allow uh, these men and women to see the world and see there's so much out there and, and hopefully that gives them inspiration to continue striving to be better. So when Lisa, you and I talked about it, we thought we wanted to get some people on, and we would love to have Judge Mitchell on our podcast, and and we will reach out to him. But we both if, if, we- if Judge Mitchell is listening, maybe he'll get a hold of this podcast. Please reach out to us. Or if anybody Absolutely. has any, because I've been actually
0: looking for a way to get in touch with him. And, you know, obviously it's very hard to get. Judges don't have their email addresses or social media accounts out there. So we have a phone number for his chambers, which we can certainly call. But if anyone knows Judge Mitchell or if Judge Mitchell happens to be listening, please reach out to us. We would love to have Judge Mitchell on our,
1: on our podcast. Good plug. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, Judge Mitchell, we'd love to talk to you. But before we talk to Judge Mitchell, we really wanted to talk to one of the successful participants of the Skid Row Running Club, because after all, these are the people that we want to, we want to elevate their stories because their stories are incredible. And to be able to overcome the challenging things that each person had to do, not only to to be able to make it to the midnight mission and complete that program successfully, but of course, also at the same time to train and run a marathon is unbelievable. So Lisa, as you mentioned, there was also a a mini documentary on 30 for 30 with Brian Gumbel that featured three successful runners from the Skid Row Running Club, including a man named Miguel Angel Salgado. And he goes by Angel. And uh, we managed to find Angel on Instagram. Angel is an incredible marathoner. He's very gifted. And he'll talk about that in our interview with him. And so we reached out to Angel and he responded almost immediately. And we scheduled an interview with him, not one week after both of us watched the documentary. And we found ourselves this weekend talking to Angel. And it was really an incredible conversation. I I was just really overwhelmed by everything he had gone through. It It just, it makes you realize that, you know, it's so important. And Angel talks about this too, that we, we really need to take time to understand what happens to people before we make judgments, because it's very easy to judge someone for what they did that caused them to serve time. But when you think about what happens to someone and what led them to that path, and then most importantly, what led them astray from that path and allowed them to succeed after going through so many traumatic events, that is, there's so much to be admired with those stories. And for Judge Mitchell to take those individuals who may have never had a mentor or had someone who cared about them like Judge Mitchell does and introduce them to something as positive as running is just incredible. And how fortunate were we to speak with Angel? And we are just so happy that we were able to bring this conversation to our listeners.
0: Yeah, I'm. I, I think we both got off really just uh, off the our conversation um, with Angel. Just um, struck at how much running has done for him, and 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 seeing parallels as to what running has done for our lives and our run our our friends' lives and the runners that we coach. And we are all so different. I mean, we couldn't have a more different background from from Angel, but. We have the same like shared running experiences. Like we could connect with him over what running has done, and you know he talks a lot. A lot of the things he talks about. We are nodding our heads of like yes, like we feel the same way when we go out for a run. So it's just so neat to me how um, people from very different backgrounds can all share the same experience and the same benefits that that running brings in, in different ways, obviously, but. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it was just a great conversation, and um, I'm excited for for people to get to hear Angel's story and find out more about um, Skid Row Running. You can go to the, well, we can link it in our show notes, but SkidRowRunningClub.com has more information. Um, also, um, can donate uh, to support a really uh, really worthy and important cause. Um, We've talked about maybe going out to California and joining for a run. If there's anybody listening who's in the LA area, you can certainly join the runs. Um, And I think that would be such a really great opportunity to do that and um, to connect with this, this amazing group.
1: Absolutely. And there are also a lot of similar groups in our area and other major cities, such as Back at My Feet, which are doing many of the same things. So um, we will link to the show notes to skid row writing club. And if you are as inspired as we were and inclined, I'm sure that they would appreciate a donation of any amount to support their efforts. Uh, we know we'll be donating um, to support their efforts. We so appreciate uh, their uh, skid row helped us also get in touch with angels. We appreciate their efforts and we were really, really excited to be able to share Angel's story. So, Lisa, I hope that you have a great week and, um, thanks for doing this with me every week. And it was really fun this week to be able to find someone from this documentary that we both loved so much together and, and be able to make something happen. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, thanks for, thanks for recommending it and, um,
0: hope everyone enjoys this, this, uh, great conversation. All right. Have a great week, Lisa. Bye.
1: You. Bye. Miguel Angel Salgado, and we know you go by Angel, welcome to the Run Farther and Faster podcast. We are so excited that you're joining us today, and uh, we're going to begin with just asking you to introduce yourself, including a little bit about who you are, uh, how old you are, where you grew up, and, and all of the things. So let's get started.
2: Hi, everybody. Nice to meet you. Everybody who's on, who knows who's going to hear this. Uh, yes, my name is Miguel Angel Salgado. Yeah by my middle name is Angel. Um, so I grew up in, uh, um, I grew up in Orange County, California, city of Santa Ana. Um, I'm going to say a little, ba- little bit about myself. Um, uh, five five siblings. Um, dad raised five kids. Uh, mom left us in an early age. Um. Mm, since I was small, I just kind of like, you know, felt left out and stuff like that. And, uh, but, um, anyhow, um, that's, that's how my, I'll explain. That's how I came about I guess, my running part huh. has to do with me growing up and stuff like that. But, uh, just like anybody else, you know, um, life's hard sometimes, you know, you never know what God, what kind of dice, uh, God's going to um, throw at us, you know, but we all have our journey, but yeah. Um, since I was little, I just kind of like you know like um being a little uh, you know, wander off minded kid um just uh, accepting to belongings and uh, you know get hey, yeah, uh, uh, um got mixed with the wrong crowd ended up getting in trouble didn't like school uh, never went to school forced by in detentional centers all my juvenile years um to the time I was twenty one you know of course um. I still continue with that path. Um, You know, I was young, didn't know better, did a lot of mistakes in my life, and I had to make them as part of my journey. And, you know, I'm glad I did because I'm here now. Um, Yeah, 21, I went to prison. uh, Did a sentence of 13 years. uh, 85% of that. So that knocked me down to 11 years with 85%. Um, parole in 2016. um, Yeah, I had a different mindset supposedly me you know at that age of 33 I'm 38 now um um you know I thought things were gonna look different you know because I grew up a lot you know supposedly me but you know made some mistakes along the way hit a few bottoms I mean um I'm, I'm I'm really thankful you know that uh that I'm able to actually run still you know like uh throughout that time a lot of, I had suffered a lot of Little uh, bumps along the way, had a little accidents, um, got hit by cars twice. Um, I'm serious, I'm serious, and it's crazy because I tore some ligaments, tendons, my knees, my meniscus is out of place. I've been shot twice in both legs. Um, yeah, uh, my, I got a uh, uh, arthritis in my back, a uh, destroyed this, uh, this that's rubbing off right. Um, so. I came about running. Uh, that's part of the reason how I got introduced to running, right? So back in 2018, I'm at the front of the Midnight Mission. It's a downtown LA Skid Row, right? Um, With the bull. Oh yeah, I had a busted forehead. This is, it for SM, this is it for incident, right? And at that time, well, I came actually originally, right? Um, I had family, right? I, I just been that type of it's taking me time, you know, to get where I'm at. You know, it's like, kind of like a uh, a little, uh, a lot of us, uh, you know, you know, there's a lot of people like, uh, like, like me out there, you know. Let's backtrack
1: for a moment before we get into the running. I just had a couple of questions about all the things we just, so first of all, Angel, you mentioned that you were in the juvenile justice system and then at 18, you were you ended up in the adult criminal justice system. Uh Um, What did you end up serving time for as an adult that um, caused you to be um, sentenced to, and serving rather, 11 years? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I got convicted as a uh, second degree robbery uh, out with a deadly weapon and uh, street terrorism, where, you know, um, street terrorism is gang enhancements. And assault with the weapon, and it was a robbery. So again, it was a, it was a secondary robbery. Um, I felt that the gen- <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, got found guilty. So I was barely turning twenty one. Um, yeah, and then I uh, yeah, I ended up getting sent to prison for something I, you know, I mean, of course I I, I did, but um, yeah.
0: I Angel, where did for, you where did you serve your where were you incarcerated?
2: Uh well, I picked up my crime in Orange County, California. Um yeah, then from there, you know, I'll fight in my cases and uh in the Santa Ana jail county, the uh, deal lazy. From there they sentenced me to uh Wasco, where while I stayed for a few months where I already picked up my time because you know, and uh yeah, from there I just bounced around California into our parole in 2016.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, did you ever have any opportunities while you were incarcerated to run? Was there ever any uh, opportunities? like you know, you know, we hear a lot yeah. of times in San Quentin, yeah. there's a running group. You know, were there any other opportunities to run?
2: Yeah, that, that that's new to me because you know what, I, I'm I'm i I am blessed to uh, to uh, have gone to San Quentin off parole, and you know me with the uh, Craig Mitchell, you know, and the rest of the running club, you know, to yeah. But that was being new to me. I know, uh, I believe, uh, old Folsom um, got a running club going on over there, and uh, I met some guy that was live for parole, and he went back to visit, and uh, but back to my my experience, I'm running. Um, uh, yeah, the yards open in recreation room and in prison, right? Um, to exercise, people are open, but never in like areas. It's it's a whole different environment in there, you know. It's more intense, of you know. Just man, you know, so. Not everybody has that mentality like, you know, like, I'm going to come out and run. I mean, there's some, right? I'm going to run six miles, but nothing like when I come out. I never, in my wildest dream, I'm going to do a, you uh, know, a, uh, a marathon, ultra, a triathlon, you know, a 10K, a 5K, you know, and nothing like that. I did it for exercising before I worked out, and um, I knew that I was kind of, my, my health's been good, thank God, and um. I used to run in boots, because you know, in boots and in, in where we're in prison is uh if you it's just boots, you know, that's that's what's offered to us. Or either some uh some shoes that are really uncomfortable. They're really the they're rubber and it's gonna hurt your feet. It's not comfortable for running, right? I found out later on, I was running in there, you know I me, mean? not thinking of my what was doing to my feet, and so I spurred some hocus and <laughs> some birds I'm like, damn, right. so like that. So anyhow, um, so that was my experience in running in there, you know, um, I, you know, man, like I ran just before I worked. I mean, before my, my, my workout was like a pre-workout to warm up, but never would I thought that I'd be, you know what I mean? Wanted to accomplish, uh, going to Boston and stuff like that, you know? But yeah.
1: Yeah. But it, it does sound like that. The fact that you were paroled, um, early and that you served 85%, it to me that indicates also that while you were in prison, you did use tools such as exercise and I would imagine other things to help you through those very challenging 11 years. Can you talk a little bit about, in addition to being um, regular about your fitness routine, what else did you do while incarcerated? Do you think that allowed you to be able to um, survive mentally during that time and be able to come out on the other side?
2: Just, um... To be honest with you, like I was young, right, and um, I didn't know, like you know, like uh, I was just told that you know prison, you know, just uh, it was a tough place, right? Um, so, you know, I just, you know, I just one thing is, I went in there, I never lost hope. that I was, like, I was serving, you know, that time, and with that time, I, I think a lot of things would have happened within, you know, with the uh. uh like I told you, I did, uh, I did, I ended up serving most of my time because I picked up time in there, you know, it's unpredictable, you know, you just, it, things happen in there and, uh, but anyhow, I never lost hope and yeah, I mean, I was, uh, open, uh, always actually to, my mind was elsewhere in a positive way, but it wasn't, you know, and, uh, because, you know, like, uh, I was just trying to survive in there, you know, and um, so I guess that was my negative, positive way, and I'm not going to really get into that, but, you know, um, that kept me alive in there, but what helped me out a lot, too, was uh, working out, I always kind of been, a, a, you know, like, a, a, you know, it helped me out spiritually mentally. Um, I did a lot of, you know, what I mean, I, I was, the reason why, too, I think I had the, 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 you know, I, I used uh, I used to do a lot uh, uh, cardio workout like uh, burpees, Navy seals, and and of uh, course push-ups, Or you name it, yeah, we did all. Um, we had all kinds of ways of you know building your body because we were told that you know what I mean that you gotta make your body and every uh, your body has to become a weapon. You know, make it strong. <laughs> supposedly something silly, right? So yeah, I love the idea about working out and um. I read a lot, too, you know, and I, I, I ended up getting connected with my, my, my uh, in a spiritual, you know, like more connected with God. I got to know more God and, you know, and, um, you know, of course, family, you know, support and, you know, other people that they were there along the way kept me alive. till I got out and stuff like that. Um, um I have involved myself in different things that they offer programs, much as I could learn anything positive to help me change, you know in certain ways, you know, that I need to grow up and stuff. So, yeah.
0: So take us now to, you know, you were paroled and you said you were at the Midnight Mission. Yeah. Um, And how did you then meet the judge and find out about the the running running group? Tell us how that happened. So
2: I got out in 2016 thinking I was going to, you know, get my life in order and it didn't happen that way you know i kept using drugs and alcohol and you know i hit a really bad bottoms a few times you know that's always been my problem drugs and alcohol right and uh, of course my behavior uh you know and pro- so 2018 i'm inside a midnight mission downtown lsb road with the bust their forehead and um you know I mean like at the time I was just looking away like man like a way to change I'm like man I try to like you know like many times I meant well always meant well too you know like certain points towards you and I meant well I was just trying to get it together but time after time I just kept messing up and stuff like that. So rock bottom I'm in a mission trying to get a, a a bed there somebody from uh Santa Shelter I had came from over there. They actually were staffed from uh, from over there from the, from the minute I missed they graduated. And they saw I me, mean, they see me go through changes, you know? They're like, man, we wanna uh, introduce you to this program only if you're willing to. Like, look, man, this program, and it's really sad. I mean, they took that uh, shelter down in Santa Ana, Orange County, really sad place because it was just an uh, empty terminal, empty lot of where buses and, and just a bunch of portal like a few portal parties and a bunch of bunk beds. Really nasty, right? And I was there like, no. No program will offer whatsoever. They so were just like a bag, get it together. Keep in mind that a lot of people are suffering from a disease. You know that that drug addiction. You know and uh, alcoholism, especially. And anyhow, so I thank God. God, we all have God works in mysterious ways. He's always been there for me. You know. Um. Uh, at the mission, they they took me over there. Um. They offered me a program the same night. Uh, I was on pro, had to do a program. So I went there and then sure enough, um, I got there, you know, they, they opened doors for me as far as gave me a bed space. And, you know, you know, just in my mind thinking, I didn't think I was going to meet the judge of the running club. Right. So I'm there thinking, I'm like, okay, this is it. Now this is, if you can't get it right then, then, you know what I mean? I don't know. You know what I mean? This is, this is time. My thing was like, yeah, well, I'm gonna get two jobs and I'm gonna save my money right here a whole year. I'm gonna sign my into school and and that's it, you know. I mean it's gonna be a good year and stuff like that. And you're gonna save money and you're gonna get your own la, say, etc. etc. So man, um I did the program what they asked me to, you know, every day. And you know, I just stay active in the pro in the program at midnight mission. And um I got hit by a car earlier that year. Like I had mentioned to you guys, um, uh, yeah, um 45 miles per hour, right? Yeah, all right. Forty and then I hit hey, on the bike and night. oh it was really awful, right? Uh tore some tendons, ligaments, and uh, all that stuff. And uh, man, uh yeah, I'm, I'm healing. Um I had a busted from another injury, and you know, I'm like I'm still like you know, working and you know, thinking what I just explained that I was gonna do. And uh so one day, like um I was I was focusing on, on going back to where I slept at, and I every morning I seen two. I was it Mondays and Thursdays at uh six in the morning, a crowd of people. So keep in mind the Midnight Mission got all kinds of programs going on. Good place, good place. That place is really good. It saved my life and it saved a bunch of people's lives. You know, um, I'm really thankful. Um, so anyhow, I go in. I'm like, "What are you guys doing here?" Like, oh, and I said, "Oh, yo, we're a running club." Craig Mitchell walks out to to me, shakes my hand. Hi, right i'm craig mitchell we're like we're running club i'm like oh, all right and so there's this lady now coach bell i love miss coach bell. she's cool uh, she doesn't work anymore but she's cool she was a cool uh she's a coach uh, that coaches the uh, midnight mission, like the everybody the intakes and stuff she's really cool and stuff like that so i inquired like hey, hey wait, coach wait. so let
1: me let me interrupt you for a second what was that like for you i mean first of all you you the fact that you were just hit by a car, you're trying to keep your life together, you're trying to succeed at the midnight mission and do their <laughs> program. And all of a sudden, one of the very people that represents someone who, who at one point put you away and sent you to prison is introducing himself and saying, hi, I'm a judge and I'm leading a running group. What was that like for you? Were you at all um, surprised or what, how did you feel when you first met a judge, let alone Judge Mitchell?
2: all kinds of things run through my head when, when that happened, you know, at the beginning, it was just like, um, I, the, I can describe it to you that like, um, like, you know, like, just keep like, just like somebody that wants to shake your hand, but little kid that's kind of scaring and somewhat. And like, you know, it's like, cause it's like, it's always been, a, a, I always been the opposite of the fans and stuff like that, you know? And, uh, I never, I never been, uh, I understand and I always understood that, you know, I mean, nothing personal. It was just they're doing their job. You know, it was just me. You know, I got caught in, you know, and that was that, you know. But I never hold nothing personal. But to actually uh, to be s- surrounded by by like uh, by the judge and other, you know, colleagues of his made me feel uncomfortable at the beginning, you know. But uh, after time went on, I mean, you know, I you know, it's, you know, of course, uh, it's something spiritual happened in there. Like, you know, a lot of things were happening. Good things, too. You know, like at the beginning, you know, Can I keep going around with my story? I mean, yeah, as far as what I Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, keep going. Tell us
0: about oh, Coach Val
2: and how you got. Miss Coach Val, she's cool. So she didn't want to let me run at the beginning because I'm like, oh, so I'm thinking like, oh, because I used to work in the kitchen downstairs. So I'm like, all right, cool. I go to work at eight o'clock. So they say they run at, at six. So that's perfect. Monday and Thursday, I apply that into my workout. So, yeah. So, like, I asked Coach Bosh, like, no, you can't go. You're messed up. You got a few. I'm like, ah, uh, whatever. So, of course, I uh, time went on and finally I wasn't complete, uh, completely, right? So I finally went running and stuff like that. So I was cool. I'm like, all right. And people, you know, from the from the from the program, and we get to go outside too, you know. So I was like, because within that time, you, there's period amount of times that you have to uh, pass before you're eligible to get passes, right? But so and it's helping me mentally too, you know, because I'm like I'm detoxing drugs. Mentally, I'm going. My mind's going well, you know, up here. Um, I'm here, you know, everything, you know, hurting and. So this is helping because I'm enjoying it. So yeah, beginning like, you no, know, just stick around, run for a few months while I'm here. Time went on, right? They were practicing to do the uh, turkey tribe uh, downtown LA, right? And um uh, since I've been running already, like three months or so, it's like, hey, you want wanna participate in the story tribe? I'm like, sure, okay. And sure, I did it and I'm like, man, I, it was fun, right? But at this, as time went on a little bit that I know, I was starting to get comfortable with these people. I started to see how, like the who these people were actually are, you know. Never has ever and is is in and that's I always say that to anybody. The judge is the genuine guy. He always acts himself. He never the judge. I will never tell you that he's a uh, a guy that plays the part because he has to keep maintain a character. You no, know, that guy's a good man. Like from the heart, I tell you, it's not. He doesn't pretend. He's the way he is. You know, it's like um. Since, like, the same day I met him, he came and introduced me, like, well, in my mind, like, way, like, why would this guy, like, he's a judge, right? He made so much money, and they're like, what was he wasting time with our guys, like, coming down to Skid Row, and, like, and I started learning about him, like, yeah, this guy gets up at 3 in the morning, you know, and rides his bike to work, you know, after that, he runs to Skid Row, right? And then he runs with us, and he runs back to work, gets dressed in his, you know what I mean? i like, man, I respect that, man. What? I'm like, damn. So, you know, and, like, they love that, man. Like, LAPD loves that, man. They respect him, right? Because he all means well. Always trying to, he believes in second chances, right? Always there is trying to make people see this. Like, you know, everybody just a second chance. And, you know what I mean? It's like, if there's more to, to, to see in life than you think that you've ever seen, right? And he has shown it to me, you know? And, yeah, like, you know what I mean? It was just, like, it just... I smooth in, you know, I never had like, you know, like everybody around was always welcoming me, you know, they were cool, you know, that and, and you know that that meant a lot to me too, you know. So I was like, man, no time went on and little bit they know we we're practicing for a marathon and yeah, sure enough, right? So they came, right? So within that time, I'm like damn, I didn't know I could run, you know, I was like, damn, keep in mind, like, I like injuries and stuff like that. I'm like, damn, like I'm, I'm I'm all kinds of things. I, I, I met recovery there, too. I I, I, be, uh, I discovered AA for the first time. I got sober, you know. I, I found out what the hell was wrong with me. Uh, I found out, you know, like, when I miss you, right? I'm telling you, it saves, saves lives, right? Um, so so when, yeah. you,
1: when you got into the routine of running twice a week with um, the Skid Row Running Club, which also led to you recognizing that going to AA meetings was also part of that routine, did you find that you were able to um, engage in conversations with fellow runners that you might not have talked to otherwise? Did you feel yeah, a bond yeah, with the group? Yeah, and what like, was that like for you?
2: Man, that was like, at first it was just like I said, uncomfortable, you know? Like I didn't know how to act. You know, I felt intimidated with these people, you know? I was like, man, you know, my little guy, these guys are big guys, you know? like. So it took me time, but like I said, he always acted himself, you know? I was like know you know, um, you, know uh, you know judge one time I got my year for my, my year I got sober a whole year and, and my and uh I had I had asked the judge and I judge um, I'm gonna turn a year drug free and in the program of me aA they like to give out a uh a, a cake and I like I they give you a, you you get to uh, they give you 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 celebrate a cake a birthday right for one year being sober and I get to pick like poor important people that had got me through this this time you know you've been you, honestly you've you've been the one you know because it's the moments that i want to leave them in that mission and like you know what i mean i don't want to miss because i think about you guys you know like you're the one like can't wait to monday and thursday and stuff like that or saturday go run past or nice marathon and stuff like that and like you know like you always kind of like you like it's i don't know like you know like you know, he never actually, like, looked down on us. That's one thing that, you know, I admire about him and stuff like that. He always kind of, like, he has a relationship with everybody. Like, he knows you. Like, he has a certain relationship with each of his runners, you know? I know it's like, you know, the judge and stuff like that. And I – but anyhow, I asked him, you know, like, he, like, hey, uh, but I didn't, I didn't think he was going to upset, you know, but it was worth the shot, you know? Like, can you can, can, can come give me this cake? It's, it's taking this place in the state and it's in the evening time. I don't know if you're like, sure, you know, like, just let me know when and everything. Sure enough, he came and, man, you know, it's like, then, you know, like, he was really, like, meaningful, like, like, he, he meant what he said, you know, and and he still does, you know, and uh, yeah, and at first, I ran my first marathon, you know, and uh, it was after that, I was like, wow, you know, it's like, I want more, you know, I told Judge, Judge, I, you know, first of all, I hugged him, I was really happy, you know, because. It, it, running, up, it, what it does for me, is kind of like, uh, it's uh, you know, sometimes like uh, at the beginning, it did a lot for me, you know, it uh, it, it helps me, you know, and uh, I love it, you know, um, and uh,
0: so tell us about, tell us about your first marathon. What, what, what was your first marathon? And tell us about it.
2: Yeah, it was LA, and you know, I did it, and then my time was uh three, three hours and forty four minutes, right. Uh, i don't remember call incredible
0: you know that's very fast right for, a, for that's very fast for a first marathon i hope somebody told you that
2: i hope so <laughs>
0: no nah, okay. but I'm, yeah, i mean it's
2: decent right it's, it's passable. but uh yeah very good no yeah for me i, I felt okay of course for my a division yeah you know and uh yeah um so yeah that was my first one and uh and I asked him like, "What's what are we gonna do next?" Like, well oh, good, you got you got the worm, the running worm. That's exactly where it's tell me you got the running worm on you, right? That's the next month." And we did Orange County. We did Orange County, and uh, I did a little bit better. I think it was uh, three hours and thirty nine minutes. Uh, so a couple of minutes, I mean, minutes better and stuff. Um, um, yeah. And, uh, and what what year was that
1: that you did? Um, uh, LA and Orange was, County.
2: Yeah, that was 2019.
1: So pretty recently. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: And I done, <laughs> uh, We just did the LA, uh, I mean, November too. And uh, last year, that's uh, November. This is November the past. We did LA too, so. So and, you,
1: let me ask you this. So you ran LA in 2019, then you ran Orange County. Um, once you did both of those and you, was that the first time you kind of realized not only was running helping you, but it also was a sport did you at that point consider yourself an athlete and did you recognize
2: that you had this talent uh, I never I mean yeah no I mean I just you know I just I just glad I had I have it in me you know I didn't know yeah 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 for sure it's like I was like you also told him like man look I'm more stronger than I think our human like your humans are more stronger than we actually think you know and I discovered that too when I ran the ultra for the first time too. You
1: know, like you know, so um, wait to so back up. So then you ran Orange County, you ran LA, and and then when did the ultra come in?
2: A few months after. Wow. A few months, yeah, um, yeah. We're, we of course we trained, and I, I think I caught the third year, third year or the second year, right? They 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 do a, uh, uh, LA River. From Kanoga Park all the way to the Lighthouse, Long Beach, and somebody from the club put it together. Now uh, Nathan, he's a good runner. He's a good dude too. He's one of my mentors too, Nathan. Right? And uh, sure, he, we start off from Kanoga Park from the riverbed, and we go co- we go all down to L.A. and all the way we to 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 Long Beach, right? And I done with. And oh man, it's like. He's been he's been a runner for a while and he's you know he's telling me like man, like uh, you haven't been running that long. last year. you know, you know you got you're pretty strong running, you're a strong runner, bro. You know, like I've been running for a while and stuff like that. That day we've done the ultra, right? We came in together and he had done it two years before. This is my first time, right? Oh man, I felt so happy, right? I was that wow, must be an know. amazing
1: feeling to, to it discover, was, yeah. I'll pass. Those those
2: and- hours were like I <laughs> was everywhere in my head, like as far as uh, in a good way, you know. <laughs> like we're actually like uh, like reflecting everything, you know, like you know, like man, and just being with God, and you know, I mean, and reflecting those around me that her her are like is God pushing me to to a light, you know, to a better way and stuff like that with everybody that you know He works with everybody and stuff like that, but. It was, it was good. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I, I was, I was happy. Then I gave the judge a hug, got a big hug. I showed a tear too. Cause I was like, man, I was happy. I think judge, you don't know how much this, this makes me feel, you know, it makes me feel good and stuff like that, you know? But yeah, that That's was incredible. my first one. Yeah. So yeah.
1: you've done, you've done a few marathons since then. And and where are you in your marathoning at this point, And what is your next goal?
2: So, um, I don't so last that last year was kind of like uh, uh like I had a I had a step down from my running a little bit I uh, I ended up uh you know uh, I you know got I got a little busy for me you know and uh so but uh, I, towards the end I ended up catching up you know with the crew and stuff like that uh, you know like uh I was training I I was surprising too um because okay uh backtrack because 19, I ran the marathon twenty um. 20 I, I was walking home from uh from uh from a dinner for a right and um uh, and, and uh car hit me he he i was in the right he i was in the right that's the second time that's i'm seriously I, I, this is like the first time i can understand it was my fault but this one's like what the heck right And uh you know, thank god another man like i don't know you know like i went to the hospitals a year for five days and it was uh, the tendons and ligaments ripped and everything and uh, I still suffer from pain that but I guess I have to go with it, you know, like that's what my orthopedics say, right? But uh, I just gotta have my make my muscles stronger and stuff like that. And uh so I didn't run that year and I was like, okay, I was healing and everything. And then I was like recuperating and I was like, ain't just to come back running. I was like mess I wanted to cry, I wanna run. I was like a little kid, I just see everybody am like man, you know, you know the feeling girls. You go you go, you guys both runners and stuff like that. So like, man, I came off of that. Thank God. So I was like, man, I'm thinking if none of this would have happened to me, I would have been a faster runner. Right. Anyhow, I'm just thankful to be running and walking in a life. Right. So,
1: um, so we, one question, sorry to interrupt, but let me ask you this. How did you manage when you, you were hit by a car a second time, running is one of the tools that you're using to be able to stay sober how was that for you, and, and how did you get through that time when you weren't able to run and still be able to manage everything else? Hey,
2: my sponsor. <laughs> yeah, fellowship. You know, but I was surrounded with people that, 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 you know, were sober, so it was easier for me, you know, to maintain. You know, we all, you know, happy to each other back. Yeah.
0: So, really, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. That's a huge... Yeah. I think she was gonna say, tell us next. So what you said after you recovered, what what did you uh what what was your next did you get back to running and back to yeah. marathoning? What happened yeah, after you recovered?
2: Yeah, I was like, oh, you know, as soon as I I knew that nothing serious, no bones were broken and the, the labels could be replaced and everything make my muscles stronger. Like I'm like, okay, within time, little by little. And you know, I was like, uh, oh yeah, my pelvis opened up a little bit. So I was like, you know, this, this is fresher. So that's what hurts the most. I tried running and I couldn't. So I had to completely stop. I started biking and swimming. Uh, one of the guys from the club was like, hey, you know what I mean? I'm um, Iron Man, right? And, you know, it's like, it was then Mario. I was like, Mario was like, hey, he's like, you know what? We should do it. And sure enough, we started going swimming and, and, and riding. So that's what actually I was substituting to towards the end. I started getting better, right? So I and, uh, did the second time, the uh, the LA River, the LA River, the the Ultra again, right? So it's was like, man, at that time, I was, like, I'm barely getting better. I'd just been biking and swimming. asked ah, my friend Nathan. I'm like, Nathan, man, bro, it's like, because Nathan's like, ain't just, you're going to do it, Angel, you're going to do it? Because I did it with them last year. To, I mean, when I was, I did it before the accident. With them. So it's like, you know, it's like, uh, they go, I don't know, bro. It's like, I don't know. I, I want to so bad. But, you know, I'm like, I'm the type of person, like many of us, like probably use, like, I can't settle for not finishing, you know. I had to. It's not gonna sit well, you know. It's gonna like, but I'll give you what I got. But like, what do you think? I don't want to make it worse. Like, dude, you've been swimming and biking. I think it should be okay. So sure enough, man, I remember I barely got. You know, we when big events hardly you can't sleep, right? Sometimes like you can't sleep, right? So I was like, man, I remember I got a little sleep, and you know, we met each other at three in the morning. By five or six, we started running, and sure enough, this time we got me by ten minutes. <laughs> but I still like, but uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I I just knew that's like, man, you know, it's uh, I, I was gonna be okay. I'll be a continuum, Like, okay, all this, you know, that track and Boston gotta happen. If I can finish this uh, ultra, then I, you know, I mean, I could do it. You know, because when you're running, your mental starts playing tricks on you. You know, um, it tells you, you can't go on. You know, like you, that's it. That's all you got. But if I was like all that. My experience with the two ultras and I, I done a 30-mile tour. We went to Ecuador. We did one in the Amazon. That was so freaking fun and awesome. It was whole, we passed by a town called Monkey Town and see all kinds of little monkeys hanging in wires and stuff like that. It was so fun. But anyhow, I was like, I just want to share with you like my experience, like those out there that run this, right? That like I experienced that or burning, you're gonna start running, right? Man, don't give up on your zone. Don't 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 think you can do it. Look, I can do it. Many of us could do it. You could do it. You know, my friend Mario, he's little Absolutely. everywhere, but he doesn't give up. He, he, he goes, he's finished, right? Um, So, you know, my mind uh, always told me, like, you can't do it. But, you know, like, I can breathe still. My heart's not pounding as fast. So it's like my lungs are not going to collapse. So my heart still goes and it's telling me I could. It's just my mind telling you. But it was like, I got this, you know. And uh, ever since then, but... You know, I just, I and I, I know, I, I didn't know nothing about Boston Marathon. And I started hearing about, like, oh, yeah, only the fast runners make it there. You know, you have to, you know, pass your, beat your certain amount of time, your PR and stuff like that. I'm like, what the hell? Like, man, I want to be one of those guys. I want to experience one of those. But with everything that's happening, it kind of slowed me down. And like I said, dude, last year, it's kind of been a changer for me. But, you know, I'm back at it, like, little by little, you know. Like, uh, I'm hoping, you know, like, uh, I, I don't know how to practice, to be honest with you. I just kind of listen to my body, you know, in my mind, you know, because I, I, you know, I, man, the, like, you know, like uh, the pacing and all that, you know, I try to pace myself, but since I get a little two inches, girl, I just want to go, you know, and it's like, uh, November came, the marathon. I was in no shape, no shape, didn't run no whatsoever, no 15, or no 12, none, no 10. I think the most, I run the whole year was probably like five miles uh, with like the most within times of the year, but not, not back to back, but I got a better time, three hours and 36 minutes. And I'm like, man, you know, I still got it. So it was cool. And was
1: that the, um, was that the California international marathon?
2: That- no, 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 no. So this time around in March, I, I, I'm i pretty sure going to make the California, you know, uh, international
1: Okay, so the marathon that you did, the three thirty six, was which one was that? The LA. Oh, it's LA again. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah. So,
1: so you're getting closer. And you, just to repeat, you ran the LA marathon in 2021 in a time of three thirty six, with your longest run being about five miles.
2: Yeah. That's, That's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's surprised. unbelievable.
1: So, yeah. how are you feeling since since that amazing? um, marathon on very little mileage and, and are you able to build up a little bit more and what's your next race?
2: Mm, yes, of course I have. Um, you know, I, um, um, had us do some switching around within, uh, my, I mean, things that were happening around me. So, I mean, now I'm actually back to, you know, looking forward to running on, on March and, you know, and making it to the international. Hopefully I'm begging, you know, like, uh, I mean, I, I consistently try to stretch now. I stretch. I hate stretching. Uh, Trying to make my muscles strong. Go to gym. Try to swim and stuff like that. You know. Um. Yeah. So, try my. You know. Feed my body. Treat my body a little bit better. You know. Um. And you know, I kind of was kind of. Uh, yeah, I'm glad I started. You know, coming back because I was kind of like you know forgetting. You know that something that I you know that I, that that I love to do. You know and. uh. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I mean, it came with the group, back to with the group, you know, they, they always motivate me. They always motivate me, and they know what I'm capable of, you know, as far as the runner that I am and stuff like, man, bro, you know, don't give up on it and stuff like that, you know. Uh, but, but for those out there, too, that, you know, think about whatever you're going through and stuff like that, you know. We all had to go through what we all have to go through, you know. Some are worse than others and stuff like that, you know. But that's part of our journey. But keep in mind, you know, you always, you know, Try not give, to give up on yourself, you know. Um, I know sometimes I, I I used to always think that no one could understand me, you know, that I was different and blah blah blah. And I turned out, you know, that I wasn't just uh, just hold on tight and even a runner come on <laughs> experience the running. The running world is a beautiful world, especially if if you know it's it's so nice. I mean, before like when I was in prison, I'm like, man, you know, like I'm um, not running marathons, going to. a... I never thought I was going to go to, uh, you know, to another country and visit and run America itself. And, you know, like, I thought, I was like, you know, what I mean, that takes years of saving up money and stuff like that. You know, I can't. Yeah, I do that once in my lifetime, probably and who knows where. But that's one thing that the church I tell you, you know, he makes you see, you know, that there's more to the world that that you think, you know, you know, that don't give up on yourself. So. I'm real grateful, you know, I met the, the Skid Row Running Club and everybody else. There's great people that had come out of there, you know, like myself and stuff. Proven fact has shown, you know, you guys in the documentary, you know. You see, I keep in touch like like the people that came out in the documentary, like the first ones, you know, like Ben Shirt is a great guy. He's my sponsor, you know, that guy's man. <laughs> if he if I if I could share it, you will here, like he was a freaking scumbag and look at him now, you know. He's, <laughs> really happy and joyous and you know and thanks for like you know craig mitchell that's showing the way you know like and many people rebecca you know she's a she's out there and i believe oh washington no seattle i don't know where she but she's she's doing really good seattle, things yeah London, she's in so,
0: seattle yeah
2: so there's like yeah, a many, like a lot of people you know that like you see for in fact that you know compared to the, if you if you guys research sure you see like the people that stuck around with the running crew like you know has still could talk around like everybody's percentage of it is to be doing good i still keep in contact with the judge right i uh, the other day i uh, uh so i i i i lived uh, i used to live in la i i moved not too far maybe a few hours away from downtown so that's one of the things that i'm kind of like out here right because but uh you know like um I talked to him, I'm, I'm, um, I'm going to school, uh, you know, for those, uh, I, I've done progress. I saw myself to school. I'm going to school, to college, you know, trying to get 35 or something. And meantime, going in between jobs, trying to find something. But I ended up running into a hit call. I applied for Amazon, right? So um, my background came back up, you know, and I'm like, oh, man, like, that sucks, you know? And like, I thought Amazon didn't make a big deal of this you know, and stuff like that. like, man, you know, like, uh, of course, I, I mean, there's jobs right, like uh, I got a job right now, but I'm just trying to make myself there time being to finish school and everything and stuff like that. But I could they they um they told me that I I I needed to uh, explain myself. on my background came back and said that uh that to be honest with them that they're not re- they're not uh they're not denying me the job, but they were like for me to explain myself what happened and the nature of everything. So I'm like man, okay, so I'm like well, you know I'm like. I need to call the judge, you know, see what he can tell me to do, you know, Cause it's, like I talked to him and it's like I shared like as a matter of fact, in a little bit I'm gonna share the email with them. He told me, just send me an email and just tell me, you know, like uh, what they're talking about, you know, I see what I can help you out with or you know, I tell him you know what's kinda been going on with you, you know, that how I know you and stuff like that. So you're you know me, you're you're doing everything possible to to do the right whole thing. So, you know, I'll help you out whatever I can. So you know, yeah, share where I'm at as far as job. I believe one of the questions, and stuff like that, and I, I have faith in God. I mean, I, I know I just need to, you know, explain myself, and you know, I, I know I'll get the job, and I have a job right now and stuff like that. And but um, like those who think out there, like it's funny. I have a cousin who says that I can't, I can't get a job because I'm a on you know, like. And I used to like, I used to, he always used to say that, like man, and, like. You could do it if you want it, you know. That's with the uh, with life, you know. With anything, I mean. I know it's challenging, but it takes us. Like I'm not perfect. There's like, there's probably been. Uh, you know, what I mean, I have I have to. I had to learn the hard way, but you know, I'm still learning as I go and stuff like that. But I'm not scared, you know. If you know, I know that I, the day after tomorrow, I still will continue to do the right thing and stuff like that, you know. And then it's like okay. running. Up- Running is always going to be there to save my ass as long as I keep running because that's going to, you know? And it's free. Absolutely. It's free, it's free. You know, it's like you get you go on a trail run, it's how amazing is that? Or you pick a nice park where I live at. It's so beautiful around here. There's a bunch of like, you know, like open land to go to. I get on my bike. I got to, you know, and so man, just go in and just enjoy what God gave us, you know? What I'm
1: hearing from you is that initially when you started running, the motivation was to be with the Skid Row Running Club, to be with the judge. And now I'm hearing a transition where running is a part of you and your motivation to run is because it keeps you grounded and it's part of who you are. And you don't need the running club to motivate you to run because you're internally motivated. And that's mm, amazing.
2: That 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 is, yeah. That's what's pretty much happening too, you know. It's been happening, yeah. Because through them, I discovered what, what I, you know, my you know, as far as my running, you know, and not only that, but, you know, that that I could do accomplish a lot of things that I thought that I couldn't, you know, and, you know, and that, uh, like, I'll tell you what, <laughs> when I got out of risk, I was kind of timid, you know, because it's like, you've been away for more than a decade, and you're like, you know, like, you don't know what's going on in the outside world besides what you see on TV and stuff like that. Let alone you don't know how to act with society, right? <laughs> but like I said, I ended up like socializing with so, the running club, great place to social with, you know, fellowship with. And it is like, you know, actually, well, I, it, if you would have seen it back then, if I was, if I show you a picture, shit with you guys when I came to Michigan, you see, like, what the hell? Dude, I got, our hair just busted. I got a, Stitches in my lips, stitches all up my head. And I'm in front of the bring that mission. Thanks guys for helping me up. <laughs> and uh, like you know what I mean? So like keep in mind, this guy got hit by a car. Oh, before that, uh, I, oh, I was just a rocking wreck, right? But uh you like the gloves just you know what I mean, like uh made me feel comfortable with society again, you know, made me feel like you know, because I always thought like authority or like the right here and like you know you got the, the civilians and that's where yeah, it is but it's like once you know you know what i mean i guess because maybe felt the way you know i grew up and the background i come from and stuff like that always kind of like been like i had a high from there now that it's, i'm still you know I mean? it's all different you know what I mean i got nothing to run from high from or i'm not doing anything i'm not supposed to do is it's, it's kind of like you know, maybe even feel good with society again too, you know, I don't know if it makes sense, but
1: it makes sense. And, you know, Angel, you're not alone. I think even though your experience may be different than, than most runners, it isn't different in the sense that you went through something really, really hard and you now use running as a parallel. And when you are having hard moments in your running in your training in your racing or recovering from an injury, you draw from your previous experience, which was, much harder and say, well, if I can do that, I can complete this run. I can complete this marathon. And I think you set a shining example for so many that, you know, running is fun. Running is a tool to support us. Running is hard, but the stuff we go through in life is much harder. And if we can use running as a parallel and be able to finish our runs with joy, then that's going to help us navigate the hard stuff in life.
2: Yeah. Can I share something with you? Yeah, please do. So when the 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 pandemic started, right? Um, so I, I remember like um we I was working somewhere, they laid us out. We're like that once the last ones to get laid off, right? And um so you know, everybody was scared, everybody know was going on. COVID, a lot of people were dying catching it, and I was watching the as as a matter of fact, it was Easter and I was watching the uh I wanted to watch uh church, right? This is the service. And uh, there was somebody I, I forgot who but a, a, a basketball player. Sure, this. just like uh, that. He was saying that like it's crazy, huh? How everybody got all this, you know? We all get uh, we we all forget about each other. We all forget what's really important to us. It has like God is sad that this has to ha- get get. And for some of us, not everybody, but it has to have get our attentions. Now we're stuck in our home and away from our phones, like you know. Like, we kind of, like, with those people that you live with, that you kind of, like, you know, that he was saying that it might get on your nerves, now you're stuck with, you know? And, like, now you see reality is hitting, people are dying on the daily. We're scared right now. Who has... COVID? You're, like, going to put toilet paper, is gone off the shelves. Like, he's, like, we've never seen something like that. It's really crazy. You know, everybody's, like, I'm shocked. Like, really, like, damn. So where I'm going to get with this is, like, that time I was living in uh, Morbista in corporate City, and it was just really, they had a problem. Santa Monica, I don't know if you y'all been here. I'm pretty sure you have, right? Great. And yeah. Hiking and yeah. running trails, the beach and all that. So man. Beautiful. Uh, I started seeing more people, you know, like uh running, riding bikes, families laughing with each other now, you know. Everybody's scared, but more kind of like, you know, more like it's like, but like a lot of people are not doing good with hell too. Like, we're not, tell you, we're just, uh, sometimes we forget about our, our body, you know? We don't respect it. I'm one of them and stuff like that, you know? Like, you know, like, it's like, oh, um, like a lot of people, I'm glad because there's a lot of athletes, like, coming out, know, like, people who were not athletes or runners became runners during that time and stuff like that.
1: It's so true. Well, we observe, we observe that as well and talk about that a lot, how so many people found running as, you know, the joy of running during this pandemic and, we're seeing that that continued well on. And certainly for you, 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 I'm sure it was a tool that you used during this time to maintain your sanity like everyone else, when everything seemed so crazy around us, just to be Mm -hmm. able to go out and run. Yeah. Yeah. So before we wrap things up, I mean, your story is incredible and, um, you're, you're really amazing angel, all the things you overcame and the fact that in, in addition, I mean, it's, it's, it's enough that, you know, you went through it, you went through, it, you served time in prison, you came out, you found the mission, you, you were able to get sober, but then on top of that, you were hit by a car twice, you sustained severe injuries, yet you still continued loving to run. That really says something about how much you love it and what an incredible athlete you are. So what's next in terms of your racing and what's your goal uh, at that race? Uh,
2: next would be a leg for sure. And I plan to get a three, three ten, 312, somewhere around there. Um, to quarter to internationals and from there, hopefully get my qualification to make it to Boston. You know, that's what Ooh, I have. Plan, for. I set a goal by uh by the next uh twenty twenty three for sure. I have to right. I said to myself, I'm gonna stop running. I know that I'm not gonna run forever, not necessarily, because I just doing to challenge myself, right. I'm not. I I don't. I. I don't think that you know. I'll be as fast as Elliot. You know. I I admire that guy. That's the guy's amazing. He's
1: amazing. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) And uh, but I mean, I just like I said. I, I just like challenging myself, you know, and of course, too, it feels good, too. It's like, oh, well, I am running faster than the guy my age or a little younger than I am, you know, like, uh, it feels good and stuff like that, you know, the body feels good and stuff like that, so I'm going to stop running probably, like, not completely, like, but the, I want to. Who knows, right? I might say, might not, but I want to accomplish Boston before 40 and, you know, and a couple of tractors and Ironmans, you know, you know, did that, take it easy because, I hope my body's gonna carry me to. So I don't know God will, you know. So I just gotta be easy with it too, you know. But, Angel, yeah. we
1: we have no doubt we'll see you in Boston because you are absolutely. You've demonstrated have just incredible determination and drive. There's no doubt that you will make it to Boston. But just remember a little tip from us, as we are coacher coaches. You yeah, do have time do. and,
2: and Tips. One,
1: <laughs> one of Tips. one of make the advantages possible. You guys have been there, so give them to me. <laughs> All right. Well, first of all, we'll take it offline for that. We would love to give you a lot of tips. We'd be happy to Angel to support your goal. But one tip that I just want to say is, is that remember that for Boston in any race, it's actually an advantage to get older. So the biggest thing you want to do is stay injury free so you can keep running. And if you don't hit the time you need to qualify the first time, keep going because the times actually, of course, are a little easier to hit as you get a little older. So mm-hmm. be patient. And while certainly I have no doubt you have the athletic and mental capability of hitting your goal time to qualify for Boston, if some, for some reason you don't this time, stay injury-free so that you can try again because every every five years, that time gets a little easier. And, and we would love, love to see you hit that goal. We have no oh. doubt you can.
2: Yeah, I believe it too. <laughs>
1: we believe yeah. in you, 100%. Thank you. Thank you
2: thank you thank you
1: so thank you so much for joining us today um your story is incredible we admire you so much and can you tell our listeners how they can find you on social media and if if you're able tell our listeners how we can support the skid row running club
2: just uh you know like uh, just when you see somebody out there because you know i mean first of all anybody that you know what I mean? That's curious about the club. You're more than welcome to come run with us. You know, like I share with you from Mondays, Thursdays, morning, six in the morning, you know, within 45 minutes, you do four miles, four minutes, some change number, you'll be done, right? You're more than welcome. Anybody come with anybody, right? I know it's not a pleasant place to run at, but that's where I'll begin. And, you know, that's how it stays, original, right? So, I mean, anybody's welcome. Uh, support the club, I mean, of course any contribution is it's it's uh it's 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 it's, it's appreciated, you know, because it just not it it it, it 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 does good for people, you know? I mean, yeah, God knows, you know, I I mean I know sometimes, you know, it's like, you know, done things that we're not supposed to and, you know, people might look at you different, but people do change and I'm one of the many, you know. I'm one of the many and stuff like that. So, you know, um, people people deserve second chances, you know, it's just uh, some people's lives got dealt different, you know. They had to go and, they, you know, people were made certain ways because certain things had happened along the way and stuff like that. You know, it wasn't easy for those people. But the club is like, you know, that, you know, anything, you know, like the organization, it's all well for the people, you know. Everything, I mean, everything's legit, you know. None of the money goes in any pocket or anything crazy and stuff, like the people that help out and stuff. It all goes for people that that are looking, you know, for, for, you know me for change and stuff, like to help people, like myself, like the club did and stuff like that, you know. You know, know that when you see somebody out there, too, it's like keep in mind that, you know what I mean, just just because you see people like that doesn't, I'm sure nobody out there, if they were in the right state of mind, would want want to be out there in the streets and stuff like that, you know. It's pretty darn sad and stuff like that. So just keep in mind when you see people like that, it's just like, you know, like, so hopefully, you say a little prayer for them because they're out their lost right now, you know? Land of the Absolutely. dead. So. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, and just so, but they just, you know, a little prayer for Craig Mitchell. You know, he's a strong man. Just keep him strong, keep on going because I'm telling you, he's a I don't think nobody will ever. He's going more than a decade running the same program and he still does. It's like, I, I've been running for like three years and I, and I can't even keep the same program as he does, you know? It's like, it's, it's just a lot. Of good for people, you know, just like a lot of people, you know, stuff like that. One and like they get to know and stuff like that. But other than I don't know how as much as it could be supported. I mean the social media um have a page on Instagram. Um you know the scare Running club has a page on Instagram too. So you guys are welcome to follow too. Um my my Instagram is uh Sagado. Um, um point three you know what I mean? um I have a private account but anybody wants to you know uh follow Honey. Cool.
1: We'll link we'll link to the to the Skid Row Running club and your Instagram Instagram account in our show notes so that people can follow along your running journey and triathlon journey but uh, you sing the praises of judge Mitchell. he's clearly an amazing man and certainly his motivation comes from people like you who succeed in his program. So angel, it was an honor talking with you today and meeting you. You are really an incredible human being and we know that you will, Conquer and achieve the goals that you're setting out to do because you already have. So, thank you for sharing your story today. It's been such a pleasure to talk with you. And we really, really hope to meet you in person, if not in LA sometime, certainly in Boston. We know you'll get there. So, thank you so much, Angel, for joining us today.
2: Thank you so much as well. You guys have a good night.
1: Thank you, You
2: Angel. Take care. Bye.
1: Thank you so much for listening to the Run Farther and Faster Boston Marathon podcast. We want to give a special thanks to our editor, Aaron Bryant. And if you enjoyed this episode and enjoy listening to our podcast, please share it with others and please leave a review if you haven't done so already on iTunes. Thanks for listening and have a great week.